officers of the RepDetect unit deal with crime at all the levels of Los Angeles in the future. Replicants work alongside humans in an uneasy truce. This is Burning Bright, a noir detective story of a rampant capitalist future using the Blade Runner RPG on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Good evening, the internet. But we meet again on the other side of the holiday season. And in a new year, it's just wild over here. Uh, it might not be a new year for you if you're just waking up and confused. <laughs> or maybe you're a time traveler and you've been through this year before and it's not new at all. Who knows? Anyway, I'm Kadave. Welcome to Burning Bright, our Blade Runner actual play here on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, this is episode 12 of our run here. Um, if you haven't caught previous episodes or you're behind and you're like, I thought this was supposed to be episode 10, you can go find the rest of our episodes at happyjacks.org slash burning bright. Um, as a heads up, as I say at the beginning of every one of these, this is an M or R rated experience. Uh, we don't shy away from adult themes and topics. And it's Blade Runner. You have to have moral quandaries and problems. <laughs> Otherwise, what are we doing here? It's just, yeah. Nobody wants cotton candy cyberpunk. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> maybe we do sometimes. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm trying to picture anything that fits that category. Yeah. Ah. I mean, we bring Ryan Gosling back around now that he's inhabited Ken. And bring it's the other okay. K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we can end up there, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, uh, let's go around the table. We'll start uh, to my right, which is Sam. <laughs> Hello, that's me. I'm definitely here. My name's Sam. Uh, I use she, her pronouns. Um, and I am here to be a problem. Um, her name is Kestrel, and she also uses she, her pronouns. Um, she is an enforcer and a very grumpy re a replicant. Yes. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I use he, they, and she pronouns. And um, I am also a super helpful, not at all a problem replicant named Haru, who uses they, them pronouns. Um, and we're the only two replicants, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe. Joey. Uh, hey, everybody. I am Joey, uh, and I am playing Gavin Huxley, the fixer, who is definitely not a replicant, uh, but I may be the drama. Am I the drama? I don't know. I don't think I'm the drama. Am I the drama? I mean, it's equal opportunity. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brick is the drama. <laughs> Brick is definitely the drama. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, hi. My name's Cousteau. I use he/him pronouns. I play pure Ratari. Also uses he/him pronouns and is a veteran, completely non-ambivalent, upfront, totally direct, not walking the razor's edge of duplicity. City speaker. Dang it! <laughs> now I've now I've got the song. The from uh, uh, Scarface. Oh, <laughs> in my head. Yeah, I always do it. It's, I eventually yep. put a song in Kadeev's head. Yeah, Green Jello or now Scarface. It's just, yeah, <laughs> push it to the limit. <laughs> That's all you get. 
That's all you get. Otherwise, <laughs> big 80s music is coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, it has been a while since we played. Uh, because holidays are busy times. Um, and as you can see, even tonight, things have been busy and we're all a little bit separated by space, but not by time, uh, thanks to the magic of the internet. Um, but... No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> no, no. no. That was awesome. <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh, last episode... Uh, we kick things off with the discovery that uh, deceased Quell has been replaced by brand new, fresh, out of the bag yeah. Quell. <laughs> Dropped yeah. from the ceiling from a bag yeah. Quell. Nothing yeah. beats that new Quell smell. Oh! oh Ew! You know, that's something I don't think I've ever thought about. I don't like it! I don't think I've ever thought about what that goop... The yeah. fake amniotic fluid would smell like. I've it's always thought of it like auger, so it just kind of doesn't oh, smell. Maybe. Mm. But maybe not. But maybe it's not. <laughs> yeah. There's the cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Oh, no. Mr. Wallace, why does it smell this way? <laughs> <laughs> I remember as a child going to the carnival one. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jared Leto. That's all you need to know. Oh. Watched Willy Wonka too many times. Oh, oh man! <laughs> all the replicants are weirdly adverse to the smell of cotton candy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> cotton candy vendors have to take out extra insurance. Yeah, because <laughs> every once in a while, it's just a replicant will walk by at the wrong time. Ah. <laughs> Drama. Ripping cotton candy is the cabbages. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. my mind to your mouth, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we had discovered there is a new Quell who kind of put the hammer down on the deputy chief uh, about figuring out who killed them uh, and uh, and why and what's going on. Also, why this judge situation hasn't resolved itself. Uh, and then the additions of the the ultimate warrior and the the sous chef uh, that that Quell doesn't even really know about or care. Um, in that process, uh, I, I'm going to give a humanity point to, uh, to Joey for just being high as fuck and walking in the room. <laughs> 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 uh, because, uh, waking up from not sleeping much at all and then deciding to go with the pharmaceutical route to be chipper in the morning, uh, is, is a great choice and I love it. Yeah. Uh, and then watching a ghost sit there and lecture people. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> um, I will give a promotion point to Fior for searching through the memory pile oh, okay. and really figuring out, like, well, nothing is an exact match, but you have a bunch of, like, individual pieces mm, okay. um, that are weird, but... Um, uh, a promotion point to Kestrel for, uh, uh, putting together more video footage of the, uh, of the killer, mm. uh, kind awesome. of creating a, a biometric, like their walk pattern kind of, kind of thing. Um, let's see, what I, uh, after that, uh, a promotion point 
Uharu for essentially ruling out uh, Shimano Dominguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, well, maybe the corporation, something's going on, who knows? Yeah. The, the person of the ex-CEO is not... Yeah. Jaden, not it. Yeah, no. Nah. Did give him a really nasty phone call when he was wishing he were asleep. Other yes. than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks to the uh, angry uh, HR person that was like, yeah, you can call him. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> he liked early morning phone call. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd probably get a humanity point for getting through the human resources oh. angle. I did people thing. Ha <laughs> You managed to convince them that, sure, okay, yeah. Not just hear some corporate doublespeak and we'll contact you later. Um, let's see. After that, um, your you went to to observe Kestrel talking with the AI. Mm-hmm. So I think you guys could both get a humanity point there. Um, because you haven't put. That there's something wrong with the AI in any official reports yet, right? No. No, and I also lied to Quell about that and told them that it was anonymous instead of telling them that the AI contacted me. Right, right, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely humanity. Um, which may be nice of you, uh, when that AI takes over the world. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe it's not a good idea to have an unbalanced AI take over the world. Who knows? Or just make sure you're friends with it. Right. Like, oh, who did that stand-up bit about bringing the Snickers? Oh. Was it Dane Cook? Oh, God. <laughs> like, I mean, this was like... Uh, no, I know. Late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. He has a, a lot of about, like, deeply memorable you know, find stuff. find that weird guy at work that you're pretty sure is going to be the one that goes off I the I think it might have been Dane you Cook. You bring that guy a Snickers, Snickers every week. Every week, yeah. And then when things go wrong, he's going to get to your desk and go, Snickers, and keep walking. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you might be right. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> yeah. about like when the postal... That tracks. Going yeah. postal yeah, was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the... Just clarification, because it's not in my notes. You d- you've not shared with uh, Gavin and I... About the AI, right? Um, I don't think I told any of you that the AI is who called me. I yeah. Well, I know that you said that it was just an anonymous source, but now that Fjord knows, I'm just double checking. Fjord doesn't. Because I didn't knows mention that, that. Like the AI, yeah. is having some issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's more what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I don't okay. Think, I don't think that Kestrel let it out that the AI is who called. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, where did you go again, Gavin? Do you remember? Yeah, I went to uh, Quell's office. And oh, had... that's right. You you met Kevin. From... Kevin. Yes. Oh, from Kevin. Kevin. From, from the tech land. Yep. Yeah. From tech support. Kevin, the tech support. Kevin, guy. who now lives at Wallace forever and can never leave. Yeah, until they decide <laughs> to change their mind. Yes. And he's become a fan of Coke. Yes. I mean, he got him hooked on that Coke, a cola. <laughs> right. Uh, yep. That's it. And who stole a handful of Danishes. So, he's a rebel. Good for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I also learned that there are three replicants. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, you really forgot. <laughs> I did forget about that. I have a terrible memory. That's why I write things down. Yeah. I don't know. I have to, okay. Um, so, uh, 
I'll give you a humanity point because you kept that quiet. Okay. For now. For now. For now. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could earn a promotion point for doing a turn in later, but finally, uh, everyone is one person knows. There are four <laughs> one of us. Person in the group. Knows. <laughs> no, none of us knows. Uh, yeah. Um, and then you also discovered that, like, you're like Wallace doesn't know. Wallace doesn't know what's yeah. the cause, right? Right. Um, and then I think that's about where we ended it. Yeah. And I don't remember anything after Kevin. I don't have anything after that shift, so. Okay. Uh, and we're picking up on what shift again? Shift three. Shift yep. day three. Oh. Can you remind me how we spend humanity points to increase attributes or skills or whatever you. we increase? I was also just going to look that up. I have it. Because I have, I have acquired I have a decent amount of humanity points and I want to. You have to take good. a shift to do it. Yes, you do have to take a shift to receive training. Here we go. Um, for humanity points, it is to go from D to C is 5, to go to C to B is 10, to go to B to A is 15. And it's on skills specifically. Okay. And we use a, a shift to do that. To gain, yeah, spend time training that skill or reading up on it or studying an article or whatever. Hmm. But it does take a shift of time. Okay. And no, I won't be a jerk and be like, oh, at the end of your shift, you get an emergency call and you have to leave. Ha ha, you wasted your <laughs> shift. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. Um, and then promotion points. Is that on that same page? Yeah, uh, I think promotion points, it's 10 points to, to get a the promotion specialty. In a, yeah, oh. I think it's 10 for a specialty. For humanity points, it, the book actually says a skill increase of one level can only take place during a shift of downtime. Oh, so it's not a special training. It's happening. Oh, so for humanity. Oh, that's humanity specifically. Yeah, promotion mm -hmm. point, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Uh, so. Specialty, I have the list of them. Let's see here. But I think you're right. I think it, it is 10 points. I think you're right, too. If I remember correctly. For humanity? No, for, no, promotion, for, for promotion points. Okay. To get a new specialty okay. skill. Okay. I can't be that far from the humanity points. Let's see. Hmm. But I can't remember that. So, uh, everybody remember when we get to the next downtime uh, shift. Five. Oh, it's five for a new specialty. New specialty of your choice by spending a shift at the LAPD training grounds and five promotion points. Oh, my bad. Oh, wow. My hands. So affordable. I have quite a few promotion points. <laughs> You can also exchange them for money. I need money. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You can you can just directly turn your promotion points into Shinya. Cool. All right. So, uh, being that it's not downtime period yet, no. unless somebody wants to get an early nap in, uh, uh, where's everybody planning to hit? What are you thinking? Well... I'm getting extra suspicious of Mason. Yeah, I'm me wondering too. <laughs> maybe yeah. we go and look in on Mason since he's been kind of elusive up to this point. Okay. I can go with you on that. I, I agree. I think Mason might be our. Wait. Mason, the prosecutor. The prosecutor. Yeah, because he's the one that kind of is checking all the boxes. Yeah, he's the, the beneficiary of a lot of this thus far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there was that one item that you 
you were hacking into Quell's um, itinerary, you showed that there was a meeting or a dinner date, like a get to know you for the who's who of yes. persecution yes. as well. So, yeah. I think uh, Haru's just kind of like going through and going, okay, people who kind of fit this description, Kestrel's specific walk description, that kind of stuff, and going, okay, we haven't actually met with Mason. We've mm-hmm. met with Noah. We've got some loose information or ruled out a lot of other people. So we're getting down to like, okay, we've heard Na- Mason's name enough times. We should go and speak with him. Meet yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, you guys are basically like Mason and and Noah are the two. Yes. Yeah, that's that's who I have as our two primary That's who I have. People. Okay. I have a note that says, look into course... Noah again, underlined. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And of course, the AI is not above reproach. <laughs> no, no, the AI could be in on it, or could be involuntarily. Uh, um, it's true. A mm. part of it. Who knows? But uh, yeah, okay. So going to see Mason. Going to see Mason. What do you think you're going to do, Castro? That's a great question. Um, I think I might go and um, uh, talk to our IT team. Basically, I'm curious to find out like what kind of skills someone would need to take down the um, security and the way that Mm. our perpetrator has done that. It's because it feels like that is going to narrow down our search a lot. Like who would be even able to do that? Sure, sure. That makes sense. So go f- consult with the people that are more expert at that kind of cybersecurity stuff. For sure. Yeah. Okay. What about if you are? I mean, I have Mason down too because I spent that time with the technician to investigate if it. Since it sounds like we're dealing with someone that's got physical strength, large sure. stature. Um, you know, around or about six feet tall. But if they're not, then Mason kind of comes up and Noah comes up because he's just kind of losing time. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. He's, yeah, that's the one I would focus on, not Noah so much because he went in for recalibration. And that's what I asked. The, I think I asked the tech about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So Mason sticks out to me. So I guess I would probably want to pay him a visit. I mean, if it looks like everyone is kind of headed in that direction. Also, Haru might go and do something else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. um, Might go and see if they can get some information from a contact that they have. They might go visit Doc Badger and see if Doc Badger knows anything about all of these killings that seem to just be popping up. Sure. Uh, Kind of hit the streets a little, get some more information from... Someone not in the upper echelons who live above the cloud layer. <laughs> That's true. Nobody's done any looking down there. Yeah. Nobody's gone over to Animoid Road to see if anybody's heard anything. Okay. Also, Haru doesn't do crowds. <laughs> <laughs> and a crowd may be like, three people. <laughs> <laughs> two investigators meeting one NPC. Nope. It's too many. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's start with... Uh, let's get Kestrel and the IT department out of it. Great. Uh, so you head there. Um, and I don't remember the name I gave to the IT guy. I know you all asked. 
Oh, it was because um, you modeled him off of Obi from right. Loki. But I don't know if I gave him a name or if I just said that's kind of I think, who he is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that you yeah, ever think... named him. Okay. He's specifically the KIA guy. That's true. So uh, general cybersecurity stuff, it's probably just a whole department. It's true. So like, in fact, that's exactly what has to happen. So Kestrel ends up calling a meeting of like the IT staff. <laughs> so they're all in a conference room and she's just standing at the head of the table going, ah! somebody's going to tell me. Like, totally. And they're all that. shaking. Yeah, they're Amazing. All yeah. Explain this to me. For <laughs> some reason, Brick is over there, over your shoulder, like yeah. puffs out a like cloud of breath. <laughs> It's not even cold in here. How is he doing? How is he doing this? <laughs> For real. Like, he just has an intimidate mode. <laughs> He's an animoid. He's a special boy. That's yeah. true. I feel like a 200-pound dog is, uh, default is intimidate mode. <laughs> For real. For real. It's like that, uh, like, if you've ever been around any kind of megafauna, Right? Oh, yeah. And just their breathing is scary. Like, just because it's just this huge volume of air that's huffing in and out of these critters. Mm -hmm. Their lungs are the size of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's scary. For real. I once uh, was camping in a truck bed with a camper shell on it, and uh, full grown bull moose oh, stopped cool. right outside. Wow. The camper shell and decided to let loose with moose wailing. Ah. And like, at like three o'clock in the morning, it was like woke me up out of a sound sleep. Which Terrifying. Is just, just, you know, like this. Something weird... taller than the truck yeah. is outside oh, yeah, screaming. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just singing sure. the song of its people. Oh. Yeah. And then, and then in between, it was this big, like this volume of just Air. somebody turned on a shop vac yeah. and it was just like. Late and then night, it let out another bellow, and then you'd hear something echoing in the distance, and then eventually it went off. And I'm like, "Thanks for not caring about my truck. That's great." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... yeah. Because like, people hitting a deer with their car. Okay, you know, it's sad for the deer. Uh, sad for you have to repair your car. You had a moose with a car. You don't have you a car. Lose. Yeah, you don't have You're a car done. anymore. Total. Game over. There are tiny houses smaller than a moose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True. This moose needs more than 425 square feet. <laughs> like, for real. All right. Uh, so you have called your meeting of the IT people to make sure you get whichever one you need because you don't know. Uh, mm -mm. This is not my forte. <laughs> so they have all gathered in an IT conference room waiting for you. Great. Uh, so what what exact questions are you going to ask? Um, so I think... I think she's just going to give them kind of the rundown of like, um, here are the two security systems, the UN and Wallace Corp, that, uh, like specifically what the um, the criminal was able to do was to uh, remove the AI's access um, and also shut down all of the cameras in a sequential order. Um, and I kind of just want like, Basically, like, what skills you would need to be able to do that to form, like, a profile of the type of person I'm looking for. Sure. Um, go ahead and roll intelligence tech. Okay. With advantage. Because you have this brain trust here to help you. 
Great. Okay. Intelligence tech. Let's see what the dice say today. Go dice. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Thanks, dice. I got two successes. All right. Um, so immediately it turns into a situation where one person starts to voice an opinion and then somebody else at the table is like, no, idiot, that couldn't work. Oh, and no. then eventually, after about five <laughs> minutes of people talking over each other and everyone, somebody eventually does the like stereotypical like hands on the table and goes, <laughs> the simplest way that this could possibly occur is someone biohacking. Hmm. It's not an IT problem. It's a wetware problem. Oh, boy. If you get a DNA sample from somebody, you can have somebody make uh, a new eyeball. You can have somebody make a finger. Oh. Uh, you can do whatever you need to get through, you know, uh, biometric security and convince an AI that you are really the person that you're supposed to be. The infiltrator in the UN building, it was two of the same judge. Literally. And it was two of the same quill. Yeah. Right. So that guy like then sits back down and looks very satisfied. <laughs> like, that's right. I've I done it. Right. Big brain in the brain yeah. trust. Alpha nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. That one's my favorite nerd now. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's say I wanted someone's specifics eyeball. And I had a DNA sample of theirs. Mm-hmm. Presumably, I don't just have an eyeball printer at home, so uh, who am I, I going to to I get mean, that eyeball printed? I, I mean, you, you have to go to the one and only, the shop that was used yes. to be run by yes. James Hong. James this Hong. Hong. <laughs> uh, so it's it's James Hong's descendants that have worked in the the eyeball manufacturer. Sweet. Uh, and that's that's again down Animoy Growway. Okay. Cool. I want to go see the eyeball maker. Sure. Um, I don't I'm gonna... remember what his character's name was in the movie. <laughs> he did have one. He did, but I, yeah. I'll see if I can figure it out before you can get to Animal Girl. That sounds great. <laughs> um, the, uh, the nerd that came up with the biohacking point um, is getting a unintentionally hard pat on the shoulder as she leaves. <laughs> like, thanks, bud. Good job. I think he probably tries to not wince, but, like, totally fails. <laughs> like, starts off with the, like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope it works out for you. That kind of, that kind of reaction. Um, you should know this. I posted a James Hong appreciation tweet not too long ago. I love him. I, with yeah, that, I with that picture. Like, I'm looking it up. It's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> I should 100% know, but I don't. There's only so much information your brain can retain at once. It's true. It's <laughs> true. And then I'll see it and I'll be like, why didn't I remember that? Mm -hmm. uh, damn it, James Hong, why do you have to be in so many things? It takes so long to I know, stop being so good <laughs> and being in everything. In your like seven decade long career. Here we go. Dr. Chu. Dr. Chu. Really? No, that's the video game. <laughs> Maybe it's the same. I would imagine it probably is. Yeah. James V is saying it's Chu. Hannibal, Hannibal Chu. Oh. Hannibal, that's right. 
<laughs> That's a brutal name to be associated yeah. with an eyeball yeah. guy. It's slightly appropriate. With... <laughs> yeah, I don't. The serial killer vibes we're dealing. With. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'd say it's a little on the nose, but he'd probably eat it. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a uh, um... <laughs> four hundred four. Dave not found. <laughs> All of my stupid movie trivia in my brain <laughs> has gone. left the building. <laughs> that is uh, the guy that finally got an Academy Award for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, has been in a hundred movies, Zorg. Um, oh, Gary Oldman. Gary, Gary Oldman. Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gar- yes. Dracula, yes. <laughs> Gary Oldman is the guy that ate his own nose. In That's true. Animal. He did eat his own face. Oh, okay. Yes. You know what? Yes, he is, isn't he? My brain brought it all together again. I have not watched that movie in a very long time. I love Gary Oldman, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's the best. Can do no wrong. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) Um, there's a brand that put out a Dracula collection and I got this bag that's shaped like his helmet from Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's a purse. It's the best thing. Hold, please. Goodbye, Sam. We have to see this. Like, we're going to see it video form now, but please bring it next time. (laughs) I will, definitely. What do you mean? She's totally there in the studio. I love this disembodied blob that Sam has left behind. (laughs) The chair ghost. (laughs) It's like a weird color. That's the problem I have with my because I have a mesh back. Oh, yeah. It's very good. I love that. I love it. God, that movie yeah. is so well designed. Anyway, sorry. I'm really excited no, no, about no. it. <laughs> I dig it. That's rad. All right. Uh, it's going to be one of those nights, everybody. Just buckle up. <laughs> it's a new year. <laughs> it's just been a riot. It, yeah. The, the, the time since we've last seen each other has just been a festival of madness. Yes. Uh, but here we are. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh, you now have a direction you can head to choose. Um, I uh, that was particularly now I remember I do remember it because I associated because there was a dentist in where near where I lived that I would drive by occasionally that was Doctor Choose. Oh, and every time oh. I was like, "Come on, <laughs> that guy was born to be a dentist." Right? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, like, all right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're going to head off to Animoid Row. Now we'll fast forward to Animoid Row. Ha ha! Uh, to visit somebody else down there. Yeah. Doc Badger. Um, I think on the way, Haru's just kind of like going to keep an ear out for weird happenings. This has been a series of murders. There's always people dying in this city, but this is like a a lot of pretty notable deaths, not yeah. just like bar fights or, you know, anything normal. This is like people getting gruesomely killed. Yeah. Um, so just kind of keeping near bizarre out. bizarre ways. Yeah, in, in notable ways that would cause rumors and things like that to spread. For sure. Uh, so you get to Doc Badger's place. Yeah. Animoid Row, as always, is busy at this point in the evening. Uh, a lot of people go down there and just window shop. Mm-hmm. Um See all kinds of stuff. It's a zoo. Um, yeah, essentially. Um, you have to walk past uh, the Aurelian's old shop, 
that is mm. still closed. Yeah. Shutters are down. The uh, somebody has taken the uh, the little butterfly sign mm-hmm. and taken it down and just like put the the Ghostbusters no over it and hung it back up. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. I I can tell why they didn't do that. That would have been expensive to film. James. Yes. <laughs> Trying to in the mid '80s without the benefit of CGI have a person broken into ice shards. Shoved over and yeah. breaking chunks of ice. That's yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah, they could barely handle that in the two thousands. Hmm? They could barely handle that in the two thousands. <laughs> yeah. Thinking of Resident Evil, Silent Hill, one of those. Resident Evil had the like had the lasers. The laser. The laser yeah. cube. Yeah. 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 That British guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, look, there's this one competent dude. That guy's gonna go far. Yeah, he he he's gonna fucking go. cheating lasers. Yep, <laughs> done. All right. Uh, so you get to Doc Badgers. Uh, he's actually got a couple people in the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you get there and hit the button, uh, uh he's like, you gotta wait a minute for somebody to leave. Um, which is not a no, right? Hunter just leans against the wall, looks like a miscreant. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not long. You know, a couple of minutes go by and somebody comes out that's holding some kind of a data disk. Sure. Uh, and walks past you. Uh, and then the, the thing buzzes automatically because he can kind of see that you're still out there. Yeah. Um, you get inside and, and the other person's gone off and is shopping around the piles of stuff in the back. Uh, but Doc Badger's sitting there behind the counter. Like, what can I do for you? Uh, I'm looking for something a little bit less tangible than your normal fare. Okay. Looking for some information. Well, I might be able to help. Have you heard any rumors about weird deaths around town? Weird death? Well, I mean, we all heard about the uh, that fancy judge Mm -hmm. uh, a while back. Is that what you're talking about? Something like that? Yeah, something something strange like that. Uh, Oh, you know what? I did hear about uh, this dancer mm-hmm. that got uh, his head cut off in a bathroom. That's fucked up. I mean, yeah. I don't know who does that, but in a public bathroom to be like, time to get to cutting off heads. I, I don't Do you, uh... And I, me as the GM, I know that the head was not cut off. Yes, but, but that's the rumor. So, um, yeah, there's just been, a, it's the city's always a little violent. This is more violent. Yes. Yeah. Wondering, you're a man of the people. I was just wondering if maybe you'd heard anything. Maybe met some people with a weird itch. Well, I got a lot of customers that have weird itches. Um, and you never went to see him before. Uh, I did. You, you did. Uh, I got I got the information that he is the one that extracted the photo yes, that Leah that's had. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, that so no one he, ever heard about. So it's just... But he vaguely remembers that you've come in before um he's like so i have had somebody come in a couple of times Mm -hmm. looking for some scans okay to be made some weird ones i don't know what he did uh he would he came in a couple of times and he asked me to set up the scanner and then he paid me extra to leave all right so i didn't get to see what was in the scans but 
Jim's weird. He happened to be like around six feet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of heavy walk. Well, I'm sorry. Kind of a heavy walk. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he walked like most people walk down here when they're trying to do something a little weird. You got any? Uh, and how do you points to the cameras that are everywhere? <laughs> um, no. After the second time, he took everything. Uh, I had to replace my whole deck in the back. So you got a creep coming in, using your skills and taking your stuff. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. How how can I help you fix this? I mean, if I if, if you bring the guy in for a lineup, maybe I could point him out. I don't know. I, I don't have anything here. He didn't take my scanner, thank heavens, but he took my security recorder. Do you have to remember when he's come in? Um, Days, times. Uh, he came in twice. Uh, once, and he. Lays out the time, like, it does yeah. line up with, um, just after the, um, the chef. Mm-hmm. And just after Ultimate War. And nothing around in Hari is like, you know, the judge and, uh, oh, well. No, I don't think so. Like, you give him the dates yeah, or yeah, whatever, dates and he's and like, times. No, I, no, just those other two times. Huh, all right. And both times it was like the next morning or next afternoon, you know, yeah, yeah. Wasn't getting up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to take a look around, see if I can maybe help you get rid of some of this. All right. You know where I'm going to be. And he kind of looks at his stool that he's sitting on. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. And Hunter's just going to do like a quick turn around the shop, see if there's a random piece of junk or something <laughs> that they might be interested in. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole variety. Yeah, there's of a stuff, bunch of so. stuff in there. Uh, it could be anything, really. As they're walking around, they remember that they have uh, that junk that oh, I think yeah. Kestrel already sold hers, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. the junk from the, oh, yeah. the old like e waste. Yeah, the yeah, old yeah, the e waste. <laughs> uh, and they're gonna like pull that out. Um, I would you be interested in maybe buying any of this? <laughs> and he kind of looks at some of it. Um, and he pulls out this cable, right? Uh-huh. And you have no idea what the, no. the cable's for, right? Uh, it's a lightning he... cable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't got to charge my iPhone in 30 years. Uh, he pulls out this cable and he goes, I'll buy this. And he reaches and he pulls out two Shinyan. Nice. And then he reaches back under his counter and he pulls out a pair of uh, old Game Boy Colors <gasps> and he plugs them in yes! so that he can trade Pokemon. Yes! The mm -hmm. weird little curly cable! <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's immediately to it and he's like, thanks. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you need anything. I'll let you know if I want to see if maybe you recognize a face. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll take a look whenever. Thanks. Uh, stay safe. If anyone comes and bothers you like that again, uh, and Haru just kind of like flips their KIA and sends their, their contact information directly to Doc. Sure, sure. And he's like, well, I, I appreciate it. Um, hopefully not. Uh, if they show up again, I will call you. Good. And not let them inside. Yeah, I would, I would bar the door. 
No need to get beheaded in a bathroom. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good day. Mm-mm. All right, you have a good good evening. You too. How do you... Goes right. to the airlock. <laughs> and the other guy comes up with like a whole drum set. Like he stacked the you drums. You can hear it. On... <laughs> <laughs> He's like walking up with it. <laughs> right as you're leaving. The snare drum is rattling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you, uh, does Haru report that finding about the, um, the time, the time frame? Yeah, they specifically uh, say, like, they don't name names, or they're like, I might have someone who can ID someone attached to specifically the chef and the ultimate warrior. That's very interesting. But only those two, and it's, like, very spelled out. Mm. Okay. Reliable source. Got it. And... You know, there is a little bit of fuzziness around that. Sure, yeah. Right? Like, it just lines up timeline-wise. Yeah. The for, dude was weird. For Haru, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly enough to have suspicion and to yeah. pursue it, but it's not, like, concrete, like, yeah, this fucker came in and was bragging about how he ripped his dude's head off in the club. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Uh, no. So. In fact, I don't think Doc Badger even knew about the second thing with the club and Ultimate Warrior until afterwards. So only when you came in did he piece together the timeline on that. He mm-hmm. just heard about this weird murder. And then, the, like, he hadn't even heard about the chef, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Let's go, uh, <laughs> let's go meet Mason. <laughs> so, Yay! Uh, <laughs> you're able to find uh, his residence... Uh, in the LAPD database, that's not hard. Because um, it's not an hour that he'd be at his office. Mm. Weird. Um, so you can head over there if that's what you want to do. Or do you want to call him first? What do you guys want to... What time of day is it? Uh, it's like evening. Oh, okay. It's not middle of the night yet, but it's post-working hours for court. Probably. Yeah, I think just showing up is going to be our, our yeah. best bet here. I think giving... If, if he is... Our perp. We don't want to give him as much time as possible to right. sure. clean up anything that might be up uh, out in the open. <laughs> you get there and the whole apartment just smells like bleach. <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> I was cleaning. <laughs> I'm a germaphobe. Shut up. Uh, you don't so- have germs. <laughs> That's why he's such a good uh, prosecutor. He does have germs. What makes him special? <laughs> He's just like a human. He can get sick. Uh, so, uh, you guys head to his place. And you arrive, and it's it's not ultra-luxury stuff, right? It's not like... It's not even really as nice as the tower that Quell was living in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in a nice quote, nice neighborhood, and the building is nice enough. You know, it's just not the ultra-luxury, crazy kind of place that the judge had, or or like Wallace Corp itself. Okay. It's not mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you manage to get in. There is a, a doorman, you know, reception area, security guard that, that lets you in and sees your IDs and scans you into the computer and uh, will send you up, but he will call. To let them know that you're on the way out. Uh, 
it's not unusual, right? Guy's a prosecutor. It's not weird for the police to show up at all hours and be like, hey, we need help with X, mm-hmm. Y, or Z. Or, mm-hmm. uh, is this your guy? <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, he makes the call. And the, um, uh, you know, you hear a little bit of the conversation over the phone that he's holding up. Uh, and the Mason's like, yeah, okay, send him up. It's fine. Uh, so you guys get in the elevator and you go up, you get off and it's just a little bit down the hall. You get to this door, uh, and Mason opens it for you. Um, and he's in the like classic 1960s professional man after work outfit. Like the, he's still kind of wearing his button up shirt, Mm -hmm. but he's got a robe on and like a pair of slippers and, and comfier than slacks pants mm-hmm. um but uh, you can see that like in the background there's a record player playing music um and he's got a bunch of files spread out on a desk over by the window so it looks like he was doing some work does the right. music is there are i guess can i do i recognize the music and is it by any chance anything that might have been playing in quell's apartment at the time of quell's um, anatomy lesson. Super good question. <laughs> no, it is not. Anatomy lesson. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, it is not classical music. Uh, it is smoky jazz, right? Like, that's this guy, right? <laughs> okay. He's got the pretension of, like, being into jazz, but not really feeling it. Uh, that kind of Thing because he thinks it's intellectual okay. more than he's a huge fan of the music itself. Brain stimulation. Yep. So uh, that's what he's uh, that's what he's got playing. Uh, but okay. you know, he, he invites you guys in. Like, all right, what can I do for you all? Well, we're just meeting up with everybody who may have had some connection to our um, victim. And trying to just get an idea of where everybody was, if anybody heard anything, saw anything, doing due diligence. Uh, can you confirm for us where you were on the night of, insert time of, and date of uh, Judge's murder? Uh, I'd have to look at my calendar. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. And he kind of walks over to his desk and you see him bring up a calendar app on his little screen. While he's doing that, I kind of want to take a quick scan of the room. Sure. Is there anything that, I mean, because he seems to have a, a definite vibe, like in the way he's living, right? For sure. Is there anything that seems out of place, out of the ordinary? Something that maybe he may have taken to get DNA from someone on? Something that maybe he took as a trophy? Something that may, you know, doesn't quite fit the decor? Um, The thing that I will give you for free that does mm-hmm. not seem to fit is... His kitchen that you can kind of just see a little bit of is a nightmare of takeout boxes. Not Hannibal. Like just, it is just like he keeps ordering takeout to eat or bring, like picking it up on the way home and bringing it home and then just throwing it in the kitchen that he's not using for anything other than a huge garbage room, essentially. Hey. The rest of the place is pretty clean. Just the kitchen is not his 
domain, and he just stuffs shit over there. So not in the trash, just in the kitchen? Well, it looks like it started out maybe in the trash, but... And then it's all the counters. Yeah, and then it slowly expands to every available surface of like, oh, well, okay, I don't know where to put this one because the trash is full. There's like bags that are just like half-filled, laying on the ground. I think everybody's had that roommate at some point. (laughs) That has. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no! Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, that just makes like architecture out of trash pockets. Uh, so that's kind of what's going on in there, right? Um, okay. I mean, like, and it strikes you as weird only because the rest of the apartment is pretty clean, pretty well kept. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with the vibe, right? That's just sort of out of place. Okay. But I'm not putting it out there as like a huge red flag, like, oh my God, this man is a murderer. He's hiding a head under all those piles of boxes. It's like, it's just strikes you as the one sort of out of place thing that you can see. Okay. Um, uh, why don't you roll an intelligence observation? Okay. And I'll see if I can give you anything else. See what that looks specific. like for me. Intelligence, D8, observation, D8. Should have had a D8. All right. Was that a V8 joke? Maybe. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, That is a four and a seven, so one success. Okay. Um, You do take note that right inside the entrance where you've just come in, there is a shoe rack. Um, All the shoes there, he's got like essentially a pair of dress shoes for every major color of suit that someone would wear. Mm. So Mm -hmm. he's got a pair of nice black wingtips and he's got a nice pair of like uh uh the blood red oxfords mm-hmm. and he's got a pair of penny loafers and he's got you know all this variety of them and they all appear to be in good shape like they have been somewhat freshly polished they're not covered in gore or blood <laughs> or, uh, damn or any kind of uh street refuse they seem like he tries to keep them nice uh, Any chance I can eyeball a shoe size? Uh, with one success? Uh, I mean, comparing to my own shoe size, like bigger than my shoe size, smaller than my shoe size. Uh, I'm uh, average. You know, he's he's in that like eight to nine kind of shoe size. I think that's about average for yeah. Men's average shoes. men's shoe size is nine. Okay, great. <laughs> that's knowledge I didn't have until right. I was guessing, but you're correct. <laughs> Yeah. Hooray, I'm average. Women's is a uh, six, men's is a nine. Really? Okay. I have stupid feet. <laughs> so do I. It's I don't I don't I like I'm lucky I didn't end up in the like crazy shack shoe sizes, but like I'm just enough that like average shoe store No straight out. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's what you notice. So the yeah. shoe rack is pretty obvious, like in our faces. I mean, it's kind of right there. Right there. Uh, it looks like he's the kind of person that comes home, takes off his shoes, and puts on the slippers. Wow. I guess I'm looking. I, if I notice it, I'd just be looking to see if there's anything that matches that screams the print from Quell's uh, bathroom. Hmm. That I took. Uh. In size, if not the actual shoe. There, I will say that several of them have the kind of soul that could leave that kind of almost invisible scuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not 
super uncommon in okay. Drish. Yes. Okay. So okay. sort of, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to pick up his shoes and start looking through them. <laughs> <laughs> While you're in your calendar, I'm just going to... And Fiora's just over there with a shoe around his nose, like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> looking for the gumshoe clue. Oh, oh! There you go. Oh, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I'm mad, but I liked it. Oh, man. Mm. Um. So, uh, he, he gets the information from his uh, calendar, and he says... Uh, I was here at home working on some files until I went to bed. I had court the next morning early, so... Okay, great. Um, is there um, anybody who can corroborate that alibi? Just to make... Uh, alibi is a strong word. Um, anybody who can confirm that? Uh, there's probably the record at my office of when I left to mm -hmm. come home. Um, and then... I have the record of some of the files I edited, like they have a when I last edited them kind of thing, but other than that, no, I don't have anyone else that lives here with me. Okay. Do you have a... Do I notice the, the garbage? I mean, that's, that's something you gave. It is pretty obvious. Okay. <laughs> like, it's obvious enough that, like, okay. it doesn't take a detective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... I guess I would ask him, like, do you not, do you have cleaning service, regular cleaning service that comes through? Uh, no, I don't, I don't like to pay for it. Is there any particular reason? Well, it's kind of expensive, and, uh, it takes a significant portion of my budget to maintain a lifestyle that's appropriate for uh, a high-end prosecutor in the city. Hmm. I can appreciate that. And he kind of looks at you and, and go shrugs his shoulders like, I'm not saying that it's all keeping up with the Joneses, but if you don't at least let the Joneses know you're there, then you don't get to advance much. <laughs> I understand you also attended this gathering on this particular date with uh, one of uh, the members of Wallace Court. A quell, is that correct? Oh, I've met Quell, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I At our last, um, you know, who's who lawyers gala, mm -hmm. um, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the advancement of replicants in the city. I was hoping that perhaps uh, Quell and, and Wallace Corp would back my play to take over for the uh, the... Recently deceased judge. And what did Quell say when you asked them about that? Uh, it pretty much broke down to keep doing a good job and you'll get it. If you mm. keep your head down and don't make a big deal of it. Mm. Uh, I feel like they didn't really want me to involve uh, Wallace Corp. Um, I don't know if they thought it'd be better to have a uh, appointed judge that might look favorably upon them, not, you know, have any association, that kind of thing. I don't know, but I didn't receive a lot of additional support after that. Mm -hmm. And has any of that changed since the judge's departure? Oh, no, no, uh, they, 
I think that the idea is that Wallace kind of wants to keep uh, a little bit of distance to not look like they're trying to put their thumb on the scale of justice too much. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that. I can, but sure would be nice to have a little bit of that uh, Wallace Corp money, you know, to help make this uh, campaign is a little bit too aggressive a word, but you know, this uh, push to help Maybe. the chief judge make a decision in my favor a, a little bit easier to happen. You know, uh, who are the front runners for this position aside from yourself? I don't know. The chief judge has never been too chatty with me. If you had to take a guess, I mean, you must know your contemporaries. Well, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, I think the the district attorney himself here in L.A. would probably not mind at all uh, if he ended up in that seat. Um, there's a couple of defense lawyers that I've gone up against. They certainly have the money to curry favor, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if any of them are really making a push for it. Mm. Uh, I don't know if the chief judge would like the idea of a defense attorney sitting uh, as a judge. He seems to be a little old school. Mm. I've had the pleasure of meeting the chief judge. I would agree with that assessment. As anybody from, uh, ba, 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 name escapes me. Hold on, sorry. Uh, nope, that's the wrong file. Uh, Judge Belsley's office. Anybody from Judge Belsley's office been in contact with you? I'm sure, since anybody who may have been working under her, no longer has someone to work for, they may be looking for other job opportunities. No, I, I, um. Until I get an appointment, it wouldn't really be my place to start interfering in the operations of the office. Sure, they're, but I mean, that's the clear. Rescheduling cases and reassigning things to other judges right now. I just figured as the clear front runner that they may be trying to hedge their bets and reaching out to who may be taking over. Uh, possibly, but they haven't gotten a hold of me. Mm. Um, and like I said, it would be a little forward to start. You don't want to be the person that backs the wrong horse when you're trying to work through, especially if you find out that some of your coworkers back the other person that gets the spot, uh, because suddenly they'll have a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> oh. I'll look over at Fjord. So I'm thinking about the what was the time frame that um, Doc Badger was saying that that person showed up after or before the Ultimate Warrior and the Chef? Uh, after each one. After each one. Like the day after. Day after. <clears throat> okay, so day after, and the and the Doc didn't say a specific time to to Haru. No. Okay. But I know the day. I could figure out the time frame, the day after and the day after each, each one. Yeah, I know for about sure. those. Okay. So I would ask, so my question is then, I would pose a question to, uh, to Mason. Could you tell us about your whereabouts 
on such enter time frame, you know, after the chef, after and or during the chef, what I estimate the time frame would be, because I know when it happened. Sure. Um so during that time and afterwards for each each occasion, I would ask him. Um and if he has someone that could verify his whereabouts. So where was he at the time of the chef's assault and what about after time of the ultimate sure. warrior and after? Um, and he kind of thinks about it, and he's like, both occurred in the evening, right? Maybe. And yeah, they, I mean, okay. in the evening into the night. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I might have been seeing a friend of mine. Who was that friend? Who might they be? Oh, I, I don't know how much you need to know about that. Well, this is an investigation into a homicide, Mason. This isn't well, sure. But clearly, I didn't. It's not clear yet until you answer the questions. Oh, I see. I thought I was just helping an investigation, not the subject of the investigation. We do appreciate your help. Uh, well, uh, I don't think I feel the need to let you know who I might have been going to see, but trust that I was with someone not involved in murdering a chef in an alleyway or some kind of a dancer in a club. Do I look like a club goer? <laughs> no. Someone the restaurant, I'll give too much. <laughs> Maybe I've been at a restaurant. Maybe I've even eaten at that restaurant. I don't know without looking up the details of that chef. Well, it would stand to reason you do eat a lot of restaurants. I do. Um, you are right. And he Ooh. kind of looks over the kitchen and is embarrassed, right? Like, it's a little bit of a shame that he probably likes to keep up appearances. But he also, from all reports you've read before, he does work very hard. Like, he is very good at his job. Um, and the amount of time that he dedicates into that is probably to the point where he's not maintaining the baseline of the clean house for company. Uh, that kind of... Um, and, you know, like he kind of told you, he, he stretched a little thin, funds-wise. You know, appearing uh, at the uh, concert hall and various places for, uh, you know, high society kind of functions costs a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, as a member of the LAPD, what would we have to do to have him legally required to answer the questions about who he was meeting with? Uh, I mean, you could arrest him. You'd have to take him in. And you could take him, him in. <laughs> Um, and then you can ask him a lot of questions and he can still refuse to answer, but mm. you can hold him for 48 hours if you feel that that's the choice you want to make. Okay. Not yet. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't sure if there was where, where the legal line was. Sure. I mean, it is Blade Runner. A lot of those lines are a little blurry, but... <laughs> It still functions sort of like our current. I mean, there's a power structure. We don't want to attack someone in the justice right. system. Right, and he is someone who's a part of that power structure. Yeah. We don't want to, right. especially but, someone with 
you know, it but is I it is possible for you to uh, arrest him and take him in and sweat him in an interrogation room for a while and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. And all of that stuff is where things get a little blurry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, legally, he can refuse to answer your questions without a lawyer present. Um, and even though he is a lawyer, he still is entitled to a defense attorney at that point. Um, but a lot of things happen to people in custody, you know, I, I'm not going to put any specific thing in your mind, but if you guys take a little extra time to get him back to headquarters and take him to a certain building, you know, that has windows that are easy to fall out of, (laughs) you know, those are things you can do, uh, to see if you can get him to talk, I, you know, um, I'll show him. Um, I'll show him a video of. Uh, I'll ask him. Have uh, Have you been made aware about the uh, the assault on Vice President Quell? And Wallace? No. Yes. Uh, Are they all right? So I give I give Gavin a look. Like, should we show him uh, the gallery? I will give you both. Uh, yeah, I mean, for, decide if you're going to show him the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will let you both have. Uh, an intelligence observation role to kind of gauge his reaction. Yes. Okay. Um, but before you roll, are you going to show him? That's the, what I'm asking, Joey. The jacked up images of the crime scene. Thoughts. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, Gavin will nod. Okay. And Let's reason, try to get a reaction out of him. And the reason, yeah, and the reason part of, and ostensibly, what. I'm thinking, Joey, is if we play it like, well, you may not want to tell us. We can't force your hand. But Wallace really w- might really want to know from you, and they might force your hand. That's kind of the impression, ostensibly, that I'm trying to, to oh, get, yeah. get to him. But we I'm we fine. need to we need to see the yeah we need to, to see the reaction shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine doing co- good cop bad cop. Like let's okay let's go. Okay, right, so, so you want. Uh, intelligence well, uh, observation uh, from both of us. Having shown him the gory details, <laughs> you can both get an advantage. Oh. Mm. Uh, I need another D8. So do I. I, <laughs> I, I can help Cousteau. Thank you. I would help you, Joey. I, have, but... I, no, I, got, I got dice here somewhere. Okay. Digital dice should be frowned upon. Here we go. So we're rolling. Is find my bag? Intelligence okay. and observation? Yeah. <laughs> can I have another D8? <laughs> I need to buy pretty dice. I need to buy pretty dice. Okay, here we go. I got one success. Oh, jeez. <laughs> On all of those dice? I know. I'm I know. sorry. Uh, that's an eight, a six, and a two. So that is two successes, right? Yeah. An eight and a six, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Yes. One of these days, I'll actually learn success. <laughs> six and above. Right, yeah. Six and higher. Yeah, you're, you're, you're good. Okay. Uh, and then 10 and higher it's you get double. the second success yeah. on one right. but uh, so with your two successes uh, you are able to see that he visibly reacts right he's like what the fuck right what, what? Um, and you see all of the telltale signs on a person's face of them being shocked Okay. Right? Um, with your one success, it's easy to tell that either they're a good actor or 
they seem genuinely surprised by this information. Uh, especially the details of this situation. Like, what the holy hell is this? Well, yeah, that's why I picked Quell. For sure, yeah. Quell one, one point um, <laughs> So, uh, he's like, and so Quell's dead now? No, Quell's alive. After that? That Quell is dead. They've been replaced. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, how up to date is new Quell? They are in their office working, putting in a full, full days. Okay. They're very interested in having this case solved, considering they were a target. It's not... Sure. It wouldn't be far-fetched to, to think that you might become a target with your involvement with Wallace and your association with the Justice Department. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, Couldn't have said it better myself. Do you think I should get out of here? No, I don't. I don't think that's necessity. But any information you can give us that may help us piece together anything that may be going on around you or the case is only going to benefit you. Ooh, nice. Uh, go ahead and roll empathy manipulation. Ah, yeah, Gavin. baby. <laughs> Manipulate right, this player. If you want to roll your uh, empathy okay. as an assist. Yes. Because you guys are doing the, the tag team. Yeah, it's a D10, too. The uh, morally gray cop, morally gray copper team. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a nine. Ooh. I got an eight. Woo! <laughs> so two successes. Um, he's like, look, uh, if I had anything that I thought would help you with this case, I would give it to you. I'm not trying to hide anything about the murder of a Wallace VP. Like, holy shit, no. Uh, well, I understand. That would be career suicide for me. Um, I didn't mean to imply that you might be eating an investigation, Mason, but no. we could use the name of whoever could verify your whereabouts. I mean, if for no other reason to make sure that they're not connected to anybody else who may want to do you harm. And since this, you're not officially under investigation, you're a potential victim, we're doing this to protect you. The confidentiality is assured. Considering oh. our relationship with Wallace, we would keep you in mind. I, I can guarantee that my friend is not... Uh, a threat to me. We, um, we were decanted about the same time. <laughs> and, uh, so we became friends and have continued to spend time together. Um, but it's not necessarily the best idea for me to not work towards a more socially beneficial relationship. You're suggesting you're associating someone who could possibly impede your ascension to a higher position? I'm saying that a lot of people in power don't look kindly on replicants. I, I know that... Uh, you at the LAPD are dealing with having a lot of replicants starting to work there over the last year, but uh, I don't know how well that's going. I haven't heard terrible things, uh, but I'm certain you've encountered situations with some of the old guard 
there that aren't too pleased about the uh, the fact that there's now a bunch of stronger, better, faster people that work there. Um, well, so well, stronger and faster is correct. I wouldn't necessarily say better. <laughs> well, uh, you know, depends on on who you're talking about, I suppose. But uh, I the um, fact of the matter is, if I'm seeing another replicant that isn't necessarily a part of high society, it doesn't really help me in any way. In fact, a lot of them would look down their nose at associating with someone that isn't living on the 150th floor. Can you at least tell us um, in broad, broad terms, can you paint us broad strokes? Is this a person with any technical ability? Um, to your knowledge. Can he work a KIA? Sure. Uh, can he break into Wallace security and murder a vice president? No. Hmm. Absolutely. He most of the time finds work as like a club host. If you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think Whoa. we might. I just give yeah. <laughs> Gavin a side eye. <laughs> oh my god. Nathan and Tappy. Immediately, that's where my brain. <laughs> no, Tappy is not a replicant in hiding. <laughs> I wasn't so delightful. Wasn't thinking of Tappy, but yeah. Oh, I absolutely I was. was thinking of Tappy. <laughs> How pink are his eyebrows? <laughs> um, but uh, so you know, uh, not the most uh, socially acceptable career for. The spouse of possibly a future UN judge. So we keep things kind of casual, and I go visit whenever I can. And that's the way things. But I, I a hundred percent guarantee that they're not part of some upper crust murdering conspiracy. What do you think, Devin? I think we have enough to go on for now. Uh, would you be opposed to us bringing in some additional security just to make sure? Absolutely not. Uh, like I said, if you if you need me to uh, arrange for protective custody, I'll do that. Um, I, I don't know if the LAPD is going to be any better at protecting me than all of Wallace Corp was for a vice president, but sure, I'll take whatever help I can get. Great. I think we can get that, get that set up for you. We'll be in touch regarding that. Certainly. Anything certainly. else you can think of? That we need to know? Uh, I mean... No. I, I, haven't, I haven't been assigned to any of these cases, so I don't have any more information other than just hearing a little bit about it as it passed through the office. Mm -hmm. One question. Your, um, your casual associate, um, how, would you, how would you say how tall they are? <laughs> I mean, we're the same height. Same height. Mm. Same build, roughly. I mean, yeah, different memory implantation. Roughly the same production time. Do you know if your memory implants came from Lilith? Lilith Corp? Lilith I have no idea. Okay. But uh, I will tell you I don't have any particularly traumatic memories that I can recall. Having read the articles about Lilith's techniques. So you're aware of the implantations? Yeah, and it was public knowledge. Yeah. Okay. 
not necessarily all that you know was public knowledge, but okay, <laughs> that like using traumatic memories there was, was a, Lilith's article innovation. about it. Yeah, there was an article about it. Okay, okay, yeah, I think that's all we need for now. All right. Well, uh, and he immediately goes over and like lets down the blinds in front of the window. <laughs> like, uh, I'll just stay here and try and stay away from the front door and the windows, <laughs> and maybe see about finding some garbage bags. Oh, <laughs> always a good plan. All right, maybe we'll make our exit. Uh, if you'd be so kind as to let George downstairs know that uh, he shouldn't let anyone up here. Um, that would be good. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, dude. But other than that, if there's anything else you guys can think of asking me, I'm happy to help. We'll be in touch. Thank you. You're doing a wonderful job, by the way. No, oh, well, thank you. All things considered. Uh, I'm certainly hoping it pays off. You know, then I can uh, do what I can to repay the kindness you've shown me. I hope so, too. Uh, you have interviewed Mason. You have talked to Doc Badger and you have consulted the IT department. Uh, it is now the middle of the night shift. Number four. Uh, I think... You're okay to work this one. Yeah, we've only worked because this. you slept in the morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last time, yeah. so or or took time off in the morning. Whatever you managed to do, I slept on Stand a rope. like Batman on top of a tall yeah. building. Uh, <laughs> the shortest Batman you've ever seen. <laughs> it's it's not just Batman's height. It's Batman plus the building. That's what causes the intimidation. See. Perfect. That's Done. Right. True. What I'm hearing is Haru is thousands of feet tall. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anybody can get up there. It's got something going on. It's true. Especially standing at the edge of a wind-whipped mega tower <laughs> in, like, fucked up weird L.A. rain that yeah. never stops. Yeah. In, like, a super fancy outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real. All right. Um... What's everybody planning to do now? Uh oh, I was going to go to Animoid Row and talk to the oh, eyeball, right. guy. eyeball guy. Um, yeah. is that I need to do that on a different shift? No, no, that's the, we're moving into the shift four now. So, okay, I uh, need to take it downtime though. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think yeah. Gavin and I were were the only ones that slept in the morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. well, no, I think Fior, you took a downtime too because you just hung out and you you like slept in your car. Didn't you? Uh, at the beginning, yeah, in the morning. In the morning. Yeah. So only Kestrel has to rest. Because Kestrel was That's woken right. up by the AI. Right. That's right. Yes. And didn't yeah. get a full downtime. Yep. Yes. Yes. So yes, you can you can sleep or take downtime for this one. So uh, let's knock that out real quick. And then the rest of you can think about where you are planning to go before you sleep. Let me just get to the downtime thing. All right. Uh, so what's your plan for downtime? You heading home uh, to see Brick? Or? Yeah, because if I need to go over to Animoid Row anyway, then I might as well go home and sure. take a nap. All right. So um, you get home. Um, brick is being the usual Brick. Uh, clearly knew you were coming before you even got there. Um, I think Brick has opened up your refrigerator <laughs> and pulled all the shelving out. And uh -huh. then climbed inside and tugged the door almost closed. Amazing. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so, 
big floopy tail hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Flat, like flat, 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 flat. Like, uh, like someone stuffed Sully from Monsters Inc. inside of it. <laughs> and the door doesn't shut for real. Oh. Uh, so, but like, as soon as you come in the kitchen, the door bursts open and Brick just comes out, like, paws akimbo. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Um, and then runs over and, like, starts doing the full, like, body tackle slash rub. Um, yeah. So, uh, what, what's your plan at home? You gonna uh, try and get some sleep, or? I think uh, I'm gonna actually use some of my humanity points because oh, we're on downtime. For sure. Um, and up one of my skills. Okay. Uh, I think I'm looking at insight. Okay. To increase, so I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna have a C rating in insight now. Ooh. Nancy, look at me go. Um, I think she's kind of just like um, taking some time to actually think about like all of the investigating we've been doing and like this is a side of her skills because she's very smart but most of the time in her life she's gotten to use brawn for things. <laughs> um yeah. So lately, she's been, like, spending a lot more time, like, thinking things through, investigating, and using, like, intellectual skills, and just kind of, like, coming to terms with, like, the change in life style. Um, so I think that's probably where that little bit of, like, bump in focus comes from. That makes a lot of sense to me, for sure. Realizing that being a LAPD rep detect officer is not all gunfights and yeah. brawling. Yeah, yeah. just reflecting on, like, the difference of, like, she knew it was going to be different taking this job over being in, like, active combat zones, um, but just, like, how different the day-to-day -day feels. Yeah. Cool. Uh, how many resolve points are you down? Uh, I'm down two. Okay. Let's uh, roll a d8, and we'll okay. see how much you get back. I got a seven. Oh, interesting. Interesting. What do we get? Uh-oh. You get, uh, not a call, but you, in the middle of the evening here, you get, uh, like, a status update request from the deputy chief. Hmm. Um, and asking about your, your evaluations of the team. Oh. Like, how is the, how is it working out? What? Like, who's helping make progress on this? Like, he's very much staying on top of this investigation and trying to get out from underneath Wallace and Newquell and, and all of that and kind of wants to kind of late for a jet. It's, yeah, it's... Uh, normally, they're not at this hour. You know? Yeah, I'm just being landed on. Don't worry about Bane it. It's of my fine. existence. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, just not quite as formally as... Uh, as the chief talked to Gavin about writing up everybody, mm -hmm. but uh, just uh, like an informal, like, so what? What are your feelings? How how's things going for you and the rest of the, you know, like is everybody working well together? That you know that kind of thing. Okay. Um, do you want me to answer now or? Uh... Well, it's like an email. 
So that's an email. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to put it together right the second. Um, but you know, kind of put it together and then contemplate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get a report to him in the next day. Okay. I can do that. So uh, yeah, very good, very good. Interesting. But, uh, it gives you a little something to think about as you're sitting around chilling, um, but you can earn your uh, two resolve points back. Hooray! Because nothing you. major interrupted you. I think there is a little bit of uh, a second where, like, as she's thinking about how differently her life is now, and then that request comes through, she's like, ah, shit, I didn't think about paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get shot at as much, but there's a lot more paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Which... Is its own kind of getting shot at. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. It's another kind of violence. <laughs> For real. Uh, I saw someone recently post on social media that work emails or corporate turn-based combat. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I never felt more seen in my entire life. Wow, yeah. Accurate. Where are my last emails? <laughs> it's like a repost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played per my last email in attack position. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so that's downtime taken care of. Um, where's everybody headed? Where do we think? I'm not sure. I'm kind of feeling the Esper wall. I'm thinking oh, okay. looking at uh, cameras that maybe outside Mason's apartment to kind of show where, like, when he may be leaving. If that coordinates any times with any of the crimes. Also, maybe looking at uh, surveillance from the popular replicant clubs to see if maybe we can spot him and who his special friend may be. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gonna just pry up those floorboards. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Woo! Okay. I mean, Ooh. I had nothing to hide. Why should anybody else? You have nothing to hide? Absolutely. Not nothing. a single thing. Oh, not a thing in the world. It's a fascinating point of view. Uh, so, uh, you can get to the Esper Wall. That's fine. Um, go ahead, do, uh, intelligence tech. Gross. Okay. Uh, <laughs> intelligence tech. Okay. No advantage for using the Esper Wall? No. That's, okay. I mean, this is the, how good are you at using the Esper Wall? Kind of a situation. Uh, you know what? I'm going to burn the resolve. <laughs> for no uh, reason. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got a five and a four. I think we can do better. I hope so. Mm. Can't blow your dice from here, Joey. I know. I'm not going to blow my own dice. <laughs> oh. Okay. If I could do that, I wouldn't leave the house. <laughs> and, uh, hey, there's a seven. <laughs> All right. Um, so you are able to track Mason. Right. Um, and when you see him going out, he is very much dressed down. Right. He is not in his usual kind of suit and tie kind of outfit. Um, the he is in sort of the, for lack of a better term, the like tech bro, like hoodie and sport coat kind of a thing. Family um, Lululemon hoodie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, with, like, a pair of sneakers that looks too new and very rarely worn. Um, Actually white sneakers. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not so far gone that they're New Balance, but they could be any moment. 
<laughs> they can just become New Balance without warning. <laughs> you have to strive against it every day. Uh, but um, you uh, you manage to track him, and he ends up going to. It's very much just a like a casual host club. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just a lonely folks go in there and have companionship for a while. Okay. Kind of a place. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes in and spends a while. Right? Like three, four hours. Uh, and then comes out. You can spend more time and kind of create a list of all the people that work there that you see coming and going. But you don't see him with a specific person. Okay. Whatever's happening is inside the building behind closed. Okay. Interesting. All right. Um, uh, you do see uh, in a time frame that matches up with when Ultimate Warrior was killed. Okay. You see that he does go there like he said he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe not perfectly lined up, but close enough that it would be a real stretch for him to have been at a club across the city and... Yeah. Then get across town to here. Mm-hmm. What about timing with uh, Quell's murder and the judge's murder? Um, well, I think, did, didn't we just say with the judge's murder, he was doing paperwork in his house? That's what he said. I'm just confirming. <laughs> you don't see that, like, you, you, see, you can see him on the video feed. You can see him go into his building. Mm-hmm. And then you don't see him come back out. Okay. I mean, it's possible that he called the spinner to the roof, but you don't have video. Okay. And no, you know, London Fog murderer has appeared on the video coming out of his building either. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not, you're not certain that that he's the guy. Okay. At least from what he told you, it seems like he's telling the truth. Uh, that. He was nowhere near these crimes. Alrighty. Um, does it look like everything at Wallace is still on lockdown? Have they let up at all on that? <laughs> Kevin's still they trapped. They are absolutely not open for business yet. Um, yeah. Poor Kevin. From what you can gather, like, unless you want to call... Mm. Uh, it doesn't seem like, and it even seems like the usual flow of like email communication and stuff that kind of ends up coming around to you guys in LAPD has cut off, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's very much, we should hold them ransom more often. Someone (laughs) attacked one of ours. We're going to pull in all of our, pull up the drawbridge. Yes. (laughs) Very Mm -hmm. much that we are securing this facility and. That's Circling, it. Circling right? the wagon. It's the it's what happens if you walk by and poke a sea anemone, right? <laughs> like all it retracts <laughs> everything back inside and tries to look like a rock. Yeah. That's exactly what was. Uh, all those little feelers that are normally out and about are just pulled in tight. This is why Haru becomes a serial killer. <laughs> to <laughs> no longer get corporate emails. <laughs> 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 to keep my spam folder empty, I'll kill every last one of these. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't appear that that's going any differently uh, from what you can tell. And you're at the Esper Wall. You can see the outside of the building. 
So you mm -hmm. can see that they still have the armed encampment in the parking lot. Um, and there's, you know, uh, flying units going around the building, like in formation. And, you know, um, okay. looking I at that, you mm -hmm. even catch a time where, like, for lack of a better term, a flotilla of spinners ah. pulls up to the building at not the parking lot down below, but like somewhere else on the mega structure up higher pulls up and like some of them create an actual like hovering shell around one of the vehicles. Presumably Mr. Wallace probably mm -hmm. would, mm -hmm. would make a good guess uh, that they're like doing a security screen for him to go in the building and get something. And then a few minutes later, they all trail off and start flying again. Mm -hmm. uh, and several of those spinners are like the size of like an RV, right? Like yeah. Winnebago in the sky. SWAT truck. Yeah, I mean, there's several that are clearly like armed escorty kind of vehicles, but some of them look like like big flying fancy road hog and RVs. Mm -hmm. An escalade of yeah. this time, yeah. But one that's almost designed like a private jet yeah. or something like inside Ooh. that... Someone could spend a bunch of time and not really be that upset about us. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I will, I guess, file whatever paperwork I need to do to see if we can get some extra security for Mason at his apartment. You can absolutely do that. The um, the deputy chief has already pre-authorized you guys to get whatever you need for this case. So you can set up, like, round-the-clock, uh, you know, guys on the door uh, if that's what you want to do. Perfect. Nope. And I will I will instruct them to report to us if they see anything suspicious heading towards them. And okay. also if they see anything suspicious that, that he may be doing. Because hmm. while he has an alibi, I, still, I haven't fully ruled him out. Um, okay. And then I'm also going to shoot a message to Argent. Ah, okay. uh, my, my doxy relationship. Sure. And uh, see if I can get them to go investigate this post club. Oh, and just right. see what they can get a a vibe for what's going on. See if they can see anybody who matches kind of the description that I give them of who this person may be and see if they can get more information. Okay. Sure. Um, I think they'll do it, but they're gonna you're gonna owe them. Right? And it's my tab. Okay. Because <laughs> um, like showing up with a suitcase full of uppers, uh, that's kind of I'm your friend. Let's that's, that's free, but uh, go investigate a <laughs> yeah. club for me. Go be my CI. Yeah, yeah. On the down low, without any backup, go check and see if there's a horrible murderer in the building. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. They'll be, be fine. What's a that's little great. possible exposure to murder between friends? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that's how you framed it. I'm not. Right. Just saying, like. <laughs> Argent is smart enough to be like, uh, okay, but you're going to owe me one. Uh, that's all. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. Argent for your question. Uh, how, okay, so how much information have you given us about the uh, Ultimate Warrior crime theme? I know you took some good documentation. Mm -hmm. You told us that it existed. I filed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Uh, did you open up about the fact that you got a phone call? Yeah. Direct from from Frankenstein? No. From our lovely dancer. No. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I mentioned who. I think I just I said. I don't think you did. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the the chef thing is just something that's come up a few times. That's but, what I that's what I found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I don't think I reported that. I think I told my I think I told Deputy Chief. Yes. Yeah. And you I mean you, you brought it up a few times. I did. Okay. Yeah. All right. About how you think it ties in. All right, then you know everything. Um <laughs> then I think uh But you guys weren't assigned that case. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happened mm-hmm. before any other That was a while ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is just Fjord's Jack the Replicant nonsense. Yes. Um Okay. Well, I think I'm of two minds. One is uh, going and looking into a case that Haru is not sure is uh, even super related, which is the chef. Just because the information that they have is kind of vague on it. Or doing something a little bit crazy. And I think we're going to go with the crazy option. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yay. Shocked. Um, Haru would like to, throughout the shift, slowly make their way home and in the process um put their ear to the ground in retirement row and start to ask some questions if anyone knows anything about someone who has particular beef with the ultimate warrior or knows anything about this chef's killing okay we're gonna hit the streets in the most dangerous part of town Mm -hmm. this is this is the smartest plan okay (laughs) uh okay um well, <laughs> no, I'm trying to think like how the way you phrased it, I'm trying to figure out the best way to mechanically work it. Um, the the other option is that eventually their goal is to get home and talk to Isabel. Because um, my other question is then, uh, Kestrel, how much information of the uh, biohacking have you shared with us? Um, I think she probably logged that. Well, you, we definitely already have the um, double entries for both victims yes. logged in the case file um, she would have immediately uploaded the conversation from the um, meeting with the IT crew and that she was going to go check with um, the doctor on Anamide Row cool. next. Then the other question would be to talk to Isabel their key relationship who happens to be very well informed about uh, biological wetware. For sure uh, so let's start with the uh, first role being empathy connections. Sure. Just to see if you know you you know somebody down there that might have some information. Do you live there? Even though it doesn't always seem like it. Hey, that's one success. Okay. Um, excuse me. You can find. Um, you can find. A guy that he wasn't there when the killing happened of the chef, mm-hmm. but he did see it. Like he claims to it's be, for real. He claims to be an eyewitness of the scene as the cops are there and starting to gather information and that stuff. 
he was there and he saw this fucked up dude that had just been full of mashed, cigarettes that had cigarettes in all yeah. of his facial uh, orifices. Um, and uh, he gives you well, I mean, like if you if you'd gone to talk to Coco about it specifically, you could have gotten this information also. Sure. This guy will give you that there were like cigarette burns all over the the guy's chest, mm-hmm. uh, torso kind of thing. So it wasn't just an immediate beat down murder. It was torturous, mm-hmm. right? Like it was. And he like popped out for a smoke. Yeah. And then this happened. Correct. Um. Yeah. And okay. he's like, like, I don't know if the guy like put his head between the building and the dumpster and kept smashing the dumpster <laughs> into it or what, but that guy was just blood hamburger yeah mm-hmm. smoking hamburger yeah mm-hmm. well done i mean and the guy you're talking to is like i've had i've had some shitty meals before and i've never gotten that you know i am i my grandpa used to tell me you could spend 500 dollars on dinner but if it's a good it's worth it you spend two dollars on your dinner it's a piece of shit now you got ripped off and I've been ripped off a few times. I've never gone hog wild on some poor chef out back. Maybe pissed in someone's coffee or something. I guess. Yeah. I, I got nothing. Well, thanks for the information. Well, good luck. Yeah. And he's like, I, I think he tells you, hey, watch out. I heard from another guy. There's uh, some kind of animoid running loose. down." All right. Uh. I will uh, keep an eye. Yeah, just, you know. Thanks. Don't get got. I think it's like a deer or something. I, I don't know. Listen, some people don't know when to stop imbibing things, so maybe. <laughs> maybe. I haven't seen the damn thing, but he said it had antlers and came at him with hoofs. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was just high as fuck. I don't know. But you don't want to get antlered. Is there a term for that? I don't fucking know. Rams? I mean, this is him in character. Yeah, yeah. Like he has no yeah, idea yeah. what Gord is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that was yeah. probably rammed? I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I've never yeah. left this city. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, right. These animals don't exist anymore. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. How do like the whole time keeping Everything very low key, just like, hey, I'm curious about this thing. Like, maybe they're a journalist, maybe they're just curious, but no one really asks a lot of questions in this area. So it's just one of those, like, hey, and like this guy is very clearly like, he's got the like tote bag over his shoulder and he's pulling out beers or malt liquor, yeah, and whatever, like old bottle of wine, like whatever he's found. That has a little bit of liquid left in it. He's pulling them out one at a time while you're talking. Yeah, he's drinking the bottoms of everything. Just Good for him. It done. Yeah. Yeah. Otto just uh, slowly keeps keeps sure. making their way through. Uh, you get home. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you just roll a d6 and we'll see if Isabel's here? It's not like you called ahead. I did not. I never call ahead. Four. Okay. So Isabel is here. I just did 50-50. Yeah, Haru comes in just like still kind of chewing on 
the like facts of this the the information, but also like really keeping a weather eye for that deer. Really not interested <laughs> in finding out what it would be like to get hit by one. <laughs> not sure if deer are naturally violent. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> for all you know, deer are apex predators. Yeah, they absolutely like, could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you didn't see any hide nor hair of the deer. Of the deer. Yeah. Your way back. But Isabel's a little surprised you're here. Because it's been a while. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she's kind of like, hey. Hi. So I promise to not bring a lot of work home, but I do have a question. Or like maybe ten. <laughs> <laughs> I think she really laughs. Like, uh, okay. We're looking into a biohacking incident or two. Or maybe oh, four. Okay. Like, I don't know. If you were going to trick a high security system to believe that you're another person, uh, how would you get their DNA? I mean, unless somebody's really protected or very paranoid, it's not hard. Okay, but what if they're like a high security person? Say I'm trying to get Neander Wallace's DNA. Oh, well, shit. Uh, I think he falls into the very secure... And very paranoid. Yeah, he's also really creepy looking. Category? This is a whole other thing. What, what the fuck? <laughs> I saw the guy. You fucking saw the guy? Yeah. Just wandering around LA? No. Okay. Uh, behind a wall of goons. Um, oh, yeah, all right. That makes sense. At the Disney concert hall. You went to see Neander Wallace at the concert hall. It's been a weird week. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. That doesn't sound like your usual. Uh-uh. But, oh, okay. Um, well, getting a hold of his DNA would be much harder. He's wealthy enough and crazy enough that he probably has somebody scrubbing his apartments for loose hair follicles. The moment she says that... Haru starts to, like, think back about the cleaning crew in the UN building and starts to, like, try and almost reverse engineer, like, <laughs> how that would have happened. And thinking about all the people who specifically have come in contact with uh, Judge Belsley. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it would be as easy as yeah. getting somebody's coffee cup yeah. if they ate in public. Uh, it would not be hard. For an average, but for Wallace, I don't think he goes anywhere outside of apparently yeah. the concert hall with you. Uh, but, but yeah. They also have plants there, like real plants, like ferns. Real plants? Yeah, someone drops a ridiculous amount of money to make sure that there are real growing plants there. Must be nice. Yeah. Uh, I think someone's duping some pretty high-level DNA. Fingers, eyes. Do you hear anything about it? Uh, let me let me roll and see. I haven't heard anything in specific, but it probably wouldn't take a lot to spoof a security system. That's what you're talking about. Top tier one. I mean, all you need to do to get past like a retinal scanner is have a warm eyeball. Like, it has to have blood flow. Okay, so more than, like, heating it up in a cup of coffee. 
Yeah. Okay. Because the scanner's going to know if there's blood flowing through all of the, you know, veins in the retina. Okay. But, and then anything, hands or fingers, you know, like a finger scanner or even a palm scanner, that'd be simple. Okay. That you could warm up with like a heat pack in a foil bag. All right. And put on a scanner like that. If you needed to give a blood sample, all you need to do is have a little container that the needle can puncture and get a little sample. That wouldn't be hard either. Um, and if you've got the DNA to get a hand made, you can get sweat for a sensor. Oh, that makes sense. So really the hardest thing is blood flow in an eye, but if you're really trying to get to somebody or do something, you can get an implant. Huh. So like a hack job, someone could go get an eye replaced with a retinal scanner without even breaking a sweat. I mean, it would hurt. Sure. You probably have to take some painkillers for a while. But we could have a Frankenstein serial killer wander around the city. I suppose. I certainly hope not. <laughs> sure. It's not the but, weirdest thing in town. I mean, that sounds pretty fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Haru is so like, eh, not the weirdest thing. It and she, she after after that for a second, it, like her brain clicks and she goes, "Oh my god, I have to tell you about this routine I saw at a club." This woman came out and did this whole dance to Frankenstein. It was fucking amazing. Oh, I saw her. Oh, of course you did. It was for work. So apparently so was going to the Disney concert hall. You're just the patron of the arts now. I don't see you for a few days and you come back all cultured. Don't worry. I didn't get cultured. I did get really drunk. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Did uh, somebody else pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's at least helpful. I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't even... If you saw somebody walking down the street that had had an eye replaced, you'd not know. Like, mm. it's not like they've got to do a huge facial surgery to do it. No, it could be anything, yeah. Yeah. And they say gesturing with their hand that is very much so not their original hand. Right, but... Skin, yeah, is gonna show, you know, marks. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. That incision line and stuff. And I, all of that is happening behind the eye. So yeah. somebody could be walking down the street with two different eyes from two different people. Maybe you'd notice because they're different colors, but hmm. other than that, you'd never know. You could get your eye replaced fifteen times, and it would. Um, did you upload the pictures that I believe you took on your KIA if you're? Which one? Of the um, Ultimate Warrior Killer. Yeah. Uh, crime scene. I would have filed it all. He had report. both of his eyes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the pictures of the crime scene, you didn't, you can't tell. Okay. Because he's... Well, he's dead. dead. That's fair. <laughs> Just wrecked. And his eyes closed. They're okay. Not People die with their eyes open. It happens. It absolutely is true. But just, he's <laughs> just drooped down. You know? Okay. Um, but... According to the Coco's report, he had two eyes. Yeah, okay. Um, I think Haru is going to just, like, 
chew on how biohacking works and trying to figure out all of the ways specifically that someone would have had to enter the UN building with that kind of hacking and uh, enter the Wallace apartment building with that kind of hacking. Um, knowing that, knowing how insecure the Wallace building was, but how secure the AI is that the person actually turned off and uh, how very secure the UN building was. Just trying to figure out like what body parts and how they replaced, like how they would have had to use those to access the building. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's totally no problem. They pour themselves a very big drink and sit and think like a real noir detective. <laughs> they lay out their sure. own uh, mosaic of body parts and stare at a holographic projection uh, while they drink. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you doing it somewhere where Isabel can see? Probably. Okay. Unwisely, but I think that Haru uh, doesn't really actually keep secrets from Isabel. I think that they just allow her to not look if she doesn't want to. Sure. Uh, I think she probably, after a while, like comes over and sits down next to you and kind of looks at this spread of horror. Yeah, I think they're using the, the newly installed AI projector to project the quell like the scan of the quell oh, the thing. Okay. thing on the like on their kitchen floor. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't just casually come over and sit down next to you in that case. It's more like stand there in a little bit of shock, right? Mm -hmm. Like what in the hell? What is this what you're investigating? Yeah. Holy shit. Who was this? Oh, there's some Wallace person. Oh, do you at least know if they were dead first? Uh, there's... They got drained first, so probably. Okay. I guess that's a little bit. Sure. And, like, she kind of tiptoes through the hologram, careful to not touch <laughs> any of the holographic bits. Uh, like, they're real. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But clearly, like, and kind of gets over and Sits down and is like, gestures like, give me your drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just like sit and pass it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's some fucked up stuff. I I knew there was a lot of bad things here in L.A. I kind of wish I didn't know that this was something that goes on. I just, there's an answer out there for what I'm looking for and it's every case I get a little closer and every case is a little bit more fucked up. Well, at least at least this time it doesn't seem like there's a bunch of innocent people trapped in the middle. Yeah, just these assholes. I'm not saying anybody deserves this, but No, this is fucked. Uh at least it's victim and perpetrator, not bunch of innocent people that are roped into the situation. No. I saw a real tree. <laughs> I think she probably, like, struggles not to choke on the whiskey for a second. <laughs> and clearly is like, well, I think you should take me next time. <laughs> I would like to actually get in, but yeah. Well, yeah. 
If you can make it happen, just let me know. I'll be there. Oh, I'm going to try and get a ticket to one of... There's a gala every so often in this Arboretum. Oh, shit. Yeah. They have an oak tree in there. Wow. That'd be neat. And uh, she stands up and disappears into the other part of the place for a while and comes back out, like, holding up, like, her nicest dress and pair of shoes. <laughs> and she's like, just tell me when. Like, I will be there. I would love that. Cool. Very normal evening uh, investigating in the worst part of town. <laughs> uh, okay. Pure. Hmm. I'm going to go to the Esper Wall. Okay. Headquarters. Um, but a question. Shoot. Um, for the other players. Um, sorry, I'm backtracking. I, I have a couple couple options. Um, when you when you and Gavin, when Haru and Gavin saw the Aurelian, did you guys mention that who you saw to any of us? To, oh, to at the yeah, at the, at the gala. At the gala. I, yeah. I think uh, I don't think Gavin would have because it wouldn't have seemed relevant. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, oh, that's interesting, but didn't. Yeah, I don't think Haru wrote down much about the actual concert. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go to the Esper Wall. And I just want to just, again, put all my ducks in a row, see if any line, any dots connect. If everything's apples to apples, just going by um, Mason's reference to he and his companion having the same inception date, I'm guessing is what he meant, like when they're decanted. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to check. Um, <laughs> these are just kind of like, I'm just scattershot. I'm trying to see. Looking up Noah's inception date, does it match Mason's? That's a very good question. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think it does. Um, and the dancer, the Frankenstein dancer. I don't know why I don't have her name. Do we do? Did we ever get her name? Uh, yeah, we do. We have her name from last case. Okay, that's on the other show now. But uh, <laughs> uh, Amelia. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. 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 Where did I write it? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna check. Um, what is Amelia's inception date? I'm just seeing if it matches Mason's. Mm. Even though I know he said it's a he. I'm just checking. Makes me be lying. And I'm checking, yeah, and I'm checking her stats too, like her, I mean, what is, how tall is she? Um, I think we said she was 5'5". Five five. She's 5'5", yeah. five five. okay. One of us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's hard as I Um... Uh, and her inception date is different for okay. both Noah and... Okay, um, so... This basically, so Haru's note, I'm thinking, figured in my mind to just think think back, like, further, like, okay, I I figured that was a cold, it's not a cold case, but for me, it's a dead end. Someone else is investigating, but it doesn't seem tied into everything that's been happening. But Haru mentioning it again has me thinking back. That's why I was thinking about the dancer. And I'll, I'll even go far as far back to the Aurelian and start looking up um, any information that we have on him. On the Aurelian? Mm-hmm. Um, all you have is that he had a business license okay. to sell on Animoid Row. He's 
a Nexus 8 okay. unit. He's much older. Okay. He's six foot tall. <laughs> uh, he probably was. Yeah. He was. yeah. Okay. He might not be quite six foot tall anymore. A little hunched. He's a little hunched. He's lost some bone up, mass. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna check and ask Esper. I guess I don't need to ask Esper a favor, but if I can, if there's any camera footage of uh, Noah, just to check his movements around the time of um, the killing of the chef and the ultimate warrior, to see if I can find him in public hmm. or place just place him during those times okay uh that one's a little harder mm-hmm. so um that's i need a favor mm-hmm. <laughs> does <laughs> no have heterochromia heterochromia <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's been the secret of this all along it's fucking david bowie <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's always david bowie always david one bowie. the pupils open up and the other one doesn't uh <laughs> the void comp the most permanent void comp. Philip K. Dick end result of this narrative. <laughs> it's not just any David Bowie. It's full labyrinth David. Yeah, yeah, with the hair <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Contact juggling eyeballs that they yeah. printed. Yeah. <laughs> he just has a bunch of Muppets running around with biohacked eyes. <laughs> then he holds one up. <laughs> Come here! <laughs> That's not far off, though. Oh J.S. The Bastion had, like, oh his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He created his <laughs> Three foot tall friends. <laughs> Dave is just so tickled. Listen, I love I love all of his little friends. Yeah. That scene scared me so much when I was a kid. It was creepy. But as an adult now I'm like, I actually genuinely like this scene. I mean, yeah. Oh no, I just I just realized like Disney has the rights to Blade Runner and the Muppets. Oh, we could have Blade Runner Muppets. Oh my god. Rizzo could be a Muppet yes. anytime. Yeah. I mean, it could be a Blade Runner anytime. <laughs> like here's the question is like who do we leave as the human actor in the story? <laughs> is it like Rick Deckard? Yeah, I think it's is gotta be yeah. Deckard. Yeah. yeah. Miss Piggy is uh, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, yeah, Zoom yeah. For sure. Sam Eagle is the owl. Well then there's the question. Is Deckard really a human, or is he a Muppet? Ah! That's the end of the movie. Muppets all the way down. He looks down, he's got a felt hand, and then the movie ends. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a furry little origami left outside his bucket. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. right. Sorry. sorry. Uh, As soon as I let my brain off the chain, (laughs) one second, it goes all to hell. Uh, Okay, Um, so... Uh, to try and find Noah in footage at a specific time, um, you'd have to do uh, intelligence tech. Intelligence tech. I believe in you. Thank you. I hope that helps. Appreciate it. Joey, where are you? (laughs) Oh, virtual blow. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Do it. Got a four and a five. Now, since I was also using the S4 all around the same time, would I be able to assist? <laughs> uh, uh, I guess so. <laughs> so I have a D8 I mean, in intelligence, you so I might are, be able to... You guys are sitting at like opposite ends, kind of doing your own thing yeah. on your little segment of the wall. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you can. You can. So roll just your intelligence as an assist. Nope. That's a, that's a whole one. Okay. Ah, womp, womp, womp. 
Okay. All right. So no luck there. Are you going to take it or are you going to push? I don't have any resolve. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, you can still push, right? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I end up... News just in. Yeah. Person goes rogue inside of LAPD headquarters. <laughs> Reason still unknown. Hey, What's... I pushed beyond my limit. I just wanted to talk to somebody. So, I mean, how bad could it be? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real bad. Yeah. <laughs> you rolled really well. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, my only my only hesitation is that Gavin's going to be in this room next to me whenever what whatever, whatever breakdown happens. <laughs> um, and you don't know that he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I will. I'm not coming up with it. I will. I'll wait till Gavin like saunters off and does this thing. I'll wait till he leaves. Okay. Which I do. Because I gotta contact Argent and gonna get the protection set up for Mason. So I'm not in there the entire shift. Okay. That's totally fine. Alright, so I'll push. Is it just a... <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so, ah. push and then roll again, including Gavin's V8. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah, because... Technically, that's how it's supposed to. Do you want me to roll it, or do you want to roll it? So I'm just rolling my d8 plus his d8. Uh, and your so your and my intelligence tech. and tech okay. and uh, an extra. Yeah, d8. go ahead and roll it. All right. That's another one. So I'm helping roll. <laughs> oh, no, real good. You're anti-helping. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> you guys are killing me. Maybe, Maybe literally. Let's <laughs> find out. Oh no, what happened? I can't see! I know, I can't either yet. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst roll. It's the roll of three ones total. Campaign. Three ones? <laughs> three ones? Yeah. The dice are trying to murder you. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find that page now. Hold on. Oh no. Shit is going on. This just in. I know. Just letting everybody know, this is the cliffhanger for this episode. Yeah. As soon as we kind of resolve this, that's where we're going to call it. Uh... And I look at my hands and I see a fuzzy belt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It starts to sprout (laughs) before me. Is Fiora a Muppet? Yes. I spent all that time looking and I had a fucking bookmark. La, la, la. Oh, you're like, it can't be the bookmark. That's for plot no, reasons. Just, tuck in just enough that I didn't <laughs> oh, see it. Oh, oh no. Stupid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. I know, right? <laughs> oh my okay. God. Massive no. failure. Um, I just hope I don't go. I hope I don't kill anybody because I have like I have. I'm so glad I'm on a downtime right now. I was gonna say I went home. <laughs> We're far away. I went to the most dangerous part of town. I guess it wasn't right now. You know, dope. I debated taking my downtime so I could use my humanity points to up my force. I kind of wish I'd done that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're lucky you're not in the room because I. Yeah, you did leave. You yeah. did leave yeah, the room. But I'm in the building. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first thing we need to do is roll just your empathy score. 
Okay. So whatever empathy die is, give it a roll. Uh, I'm gonna hide. I can't look. It's a D10. I swear to God, it's a one. You just don't want a one. <laughs> Avoid the one and Joey, you... shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you just you literally I stop invoking it. I can't look at you. Stop making it happen. Oh my god. I just feel like it's gonna be a one. <laughs> I feel like it's just gonna be It'll hear you. Just roll. <laughs> You're doing so good. Don't give it time to think. I got a six. Oh, okay. Thank ah. God. So you're fine on that. You ah. don't permanently lose a point of resolve. Okay. Ah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. Good. Uh, okay, so now roll a d6. Guys, we're Oh, 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 sorry, not a d6. <sighs> my bad, my bad. Roll your empathy die again. Again? <laughs> I feel like I'm... This is very stressful. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Kai is like just... No. Well, what is it? It wasn't a one. Okay. Okay. But it wasn't much better. So you got a two. It was a two. Two. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, folks. Um. All right. So this is interesting, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's not disastrous. Go on a rampage. Um. That's good. Because I could uh, kill everyone with my bare hands at this point. <laughs> I, I leveled up my specialty. <laughs> uh, I'd be good at something. So your result is time to die. You have lost all will to keep going. Hmm. Right? You've lost the will to live. You simply collapse to the ground. You have become so apathetic to the rest of this case that you can't even motivate yourself to do anything about it at this point. You're literally just plopped down next to the Esper wall, kind of leaning on it, right? Mm. Um, uh, even to the point where, like, if you were in combat at this moment, you would just be laying out in the middle of the firefight, and you wouldn't give a fuck. You're like, whatever. So wow. you have just been drained of the will to continue. Okay. Um, now you have to see if you can kind of pull yourself together. Um, clap, everybody, clap. I do believe in replicants. <laughs> okay. Um, um, do you let anybody know that you have just had this wave of not giving a fuck anymore? Do you mm. phone a friend? Do you? Yeah, exactly. A what? Do you phone a friend, or do you keep it entirely? My key relationship, my docs, the doxy is missing, so I don't have a key relationship. Um, but I mean, even one of your team. What are my team? Um, what's Kestrel doing? <laughs> uh, as far as you know, she went home. She went home. I'd call yeah. Kestrel. Okay. Uh, so this will give. Here's what we're gonna do. We'll leave it with the call, right? Like if you you hit the button on your KIA, it starts to ring. We'll pick up next time with Kestrel either answering it or not. Uh, that's a Kestrel choice. Um, and then we can resolve the final, like, if Kestrel can help you kind of get your shit together or not. Okay. Uh, we'll pick up with that next time because I think that's a good 
good kind of and I, break. And I really just said, like, muscle memory, probably, Kestrel, because that's probably the last person I, like, part in particular, like, reached out to. It's just like, okay, recall, like, call back. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, that's all I can manage. So, you just hit redial. Redial. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens. That makes sense to me. But, uh, yeah, that, I think, is the perfect place to wrap it up for this evening. Um, we got lucky. Uh, <laughs> Did we? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, uh, if your roll had been a little higher, it could have been bad. Like you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. That kind of stress breakdown is not a good time for okay. a replicant. Yeah. Um, and depending on how quickly you can get your shit together is how, if we're going to have to do a baseline test. Oh. Like if people find out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are in the middle of then that's it. I mean, yeah. LAPD. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see next time how that goes. Uh, anyway. Thank you, Internet, for joining us this evening for episode 12 of our Burning Bright actual play. Um, we will be back next week, I, I think. There's nothing in the way of that. We're back to regular life uh, from the weirdness of holiday season. Especially this week. It, Always I weird. don't know about everybody else, but I still feel like I'm in this weird like holiday liminal space of mm-hmm. like, yeah. like kids aren't back to school I'm yet. Not quite started and, back, yeah. And like my wife's not back to work yet either. Oh. And But it's the holidays are done. It's weird. This having, having the actual holidays be on Monday is weird. weird. Yeah. We need to advance a few years down the road. Well, this year's a leap year, so... <laughs> yeah, this will be a Wednesday. Wednesday, so I guess that's a little better. Long weekend. A little. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks again. Uh, I have been Kadave. Next week, I'll be back to Dave the Divering on Monday uh, <laughs> to see what the fuck's going to happen next, because who knows there? It's just as weird as this <laughs> in an entirely different way. Uh, we'll go around the table. We'll start at this side with Gusto. Hello, everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed the wonderful clip. <laughs> I still <laughs> hope Kai recovers from this <laughs> tonight. Um, thank you for watching us. My name's Gusto. I played Fiora Ritari, a veteran city speaker, having a horrible, horrible replicant breakdown. Um, and uh, you can find me on the internets, the uh, social media, Twitter X, Instagram, at Kusto McGee. And I have a lot of projects, a lot of irons in the fire, but mostly I'm just working to increase representation in gaming and game design uh, for people of color, people with disabilities. So um, I work around diff- with different games, primarily D&D and Pathfinder right now, but I love all games. So um, feel free to follow me. Thank you. Cheers, Joey. Hey everybody, I'm Joey. You can catch me on all the socials at Feywild, F-E-Y-W-I-L-D-E, or Feywild85. Uh, nothing else really going on at the moment. I should be finding out more about this upcoming season of Drink Spear in the next week or so, and then I can hopefully start getting that information out to y'all. Uh, also, the new season of Drag Race premieres on Friday, so expect lots of posts about my opinions on that, which <laughs> don't matter at all, but I have them. Um, so be ready. Uh, I'm Kai. I have been Haru. You can find me all over the internet as Estelle of Imladris. Um, gosh, I have so many things going on. Uh, 
last week, I ended 2023 with the release of uh, a podcast episode that I recorded as a guest player uh, with a podcast called Queers and Spears. You can find them at Queers, the letter N, Spears, um, on all podcast places, playing a special one shot of God Killer, uh, a, a, a PBTA game by uh, Connie Chong, uh, where it's just me and the the GM, and it's literally the god and the god killer, and I played the god killer, Jaw the Blighted, so that was a super wow. fun time uh, <laughs> killing a god. Mm-hmm. Um, normal times were had by all. You can find that on all <laughs> podcasting platforms, and then you can find me on Saturday uh, with the premiere of Arc 2 of the Chaos Protocol from Transplanter RPG, which is an all-transgender, people-of-color-led uh, actual play series set in a non-colonial anti-orientalist multiverse. Ha ha! I looked at my notes. That was good. Uh, <laughs> you like, you knocked it out of the park this week. I did it this time, uh, where we are coming back uh, after our extremely dramatic and climactic finale in the Wild Sea, and the conceit of the series is that we are actually, um, we are multiversal travelers, and so for every new plane of existence that we go to, we will be, um, doing a new game system because we have to obey the new roles of the new multiverse. So That's last uh, arc was the Wild Sea and the new arc we just announced is going to be set in City of Mist. Oh. So mm. catch the beginning of arc two and you can catch up on all of our stuff on VOD and podcasts and all that stuff um, on, at Transplanter RPG. Uh, you can see me play a very sad uh, gay purple cowboy. Uh, doing that. So that's it for now. Yes. That's all for now. (laughs) Okay, Sam. Hello, everybody. I'm Sam. I have been Kestrel, your uh, freshly minted civilian who is a little bit still confused about the transition. Um, (laughs) You can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid on most of the socials, um, where I forgot to post it on New Year's, but I have a picture of my dog wearing a tuxedo. So I'm going (gasps) to post that. You should definitely look at it because he's very cute. Um, Also, in promoting things, um, a very good friend of mine just released her first book, um, which is A Monster Romance. You guys don't, you know that I don't like those at all. Um, it is very good. Uh, the um, it's on Kindle Unlimited right now. The ebook. I have an advanced copy of the paperback, uh, which should be coming Ooh. out soon. The book is called. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they, right, 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 right in the right face. Yeah. The book is called Shadows Light. The author's name is Sylvie Hellstaff. You can follow her on Instagram and TikTok if you want to um, updates on when the, the paperback is going to come out. Um, but please go check it out. It's very good. And I would love it if you would read it. If you're interested in that sort of thing. Also, um, it's not for kids. It's spicy, much like our game. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. Thank you for that warning. <laughs> <laughs> My kids read a lot. They should not read this. Yes. Someday they're welcome to. It, Someday that day yeah. is not this day. No, over eighteen. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks again for joining us. A huge thanks to James uh, in the chat for keeping things safe and happy. Um, and uh, uh, a huge thanks to all of the Patreon uh, members that help support the channel at large. Uh, it is the the donations from you guys every month that help us have a place to be and keep the lights on and keep the internet running and, and all of that. So uh, we appreciate it very much. Uh, I can't wait to do our wrap-up session at the end of this game. 
uh, for all the people on Patreon. They get to get a little behind the scenes of all of the GM prep that I didn't get to use. Uh, <laughs> about and, all the things that we missed so <laughs> as a bunch of chaotic monsters. Yeah. <laughs> it is the life of the GM. Oh, yeah. If you don't have stuff that... If you don't have a pile of things at the end of a campaign that you made up but didn't use, then either you're one of those people that veers too in far profit. into the... The lazy... The, what was the... Uh, the, uh, the ogre. The... Shrek? <laughs> no, it is the uh, we, there was a he was this whole big discussion on the old pod the ancient times of the podcast about the we and we had a term that was used about this something ogre where like you prep an encounter with an ogre and your players choose to go way oh. the hell out of the way. Oh yeah, I've heard that. And term, not right. in not encounter yeah. your ogre at all, and you're like, well, fuck it, and I'm just gonna move that ogre and put it in front of them anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where <laughs> you're just taking away their player agency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like either you're doing that, or you are somehow a miracle worker that can read the minds of your players. But at that point, why would you want to GM a game? Because if you can read people's minds. Go be Professor X and be better. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can save the world with that ability. Why are you running yeah. tables off? There's so much more things you can do. <laughs> but uh, also be better than Professor X. Oh, God, well, yes. Okay. Listen. But, but you, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, at least yeah. he's trying to do something more than reading his players' minds <laughs> at a tabletop game. Although now I want to see Patrick Stewart's Professor X doing that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, for sure, he stayed up some night with a bunch of the nerd kids uh, <laughs> running a game for them. Anyway, uh, thanks again for joining us. We'll catch you next Tuesday back here, just like normal. Bye! 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 Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.